the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah radio broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. Last week we segued from talking about what makes a strong family to sharing our faith. And as we are close to the Moedim, which are usually referred to as the High Holy Days in Judaism, sharing our faith should really be on our hearts. So, are you ready? Let's, let's pray first. Avinu Malkeinu, our Father, our King, Lord, we thank you and praise you for our salvation. And Lord, we pray for our friends and our family members who do not know you. That during this season, that something will change their heart and their mind, and that they will receive you. I pray, O Lord, that we as believers will be in strong intercession for those who don't know you, and that we will see amazing things happen as we put our trust in you. Lord, the world is crazy right now. And we need more people to know you and to dedicate their lives to you. So we bless you, we praise you, and we thank you. In the name of Yeshua, amen. All right. Uh, I pray that if this radio program ministers to you, you'll pray for us and also consider helping us financially. Um, certainly, you can call Karen at 813-831-5673 for that. Also, um, we have our services Friday night and Saturday morning, which you can see on Facebook Live under Shoresh David. And uh, Tuesday evenings from 6.30 to 7.30, we broadcast our, our prayer meeting where we're praying for uh, our country and for Israel and for the world. We'd love also for you to uh, visit our congregations. We're in St. Pete, Tampa, Wesley Chapel, and we'd love for you to bring your believing or pre-believing, I should say, Jewish friends. And uh, But we'd love for you to come, and it would be great. Uh, also, we have 
the Spanish congregation in South Tampa here, Conexion. So uh, check our website for each of the locations, the times, and people get confused. Last week we had somebody come at 10 o'clock to our service because they looked at the Wesley Chapel time on Saturday, and then they looked at our address, and they put the two together, and they were an hour early, which actually I liked very much. But uh, (laughs) we have a number of sharing tools. As you know, I'm going to talk about sharing our faith over the next few weeks, and I'd like you to have these tools. There's no cost. Um, Just call Karen at 813-831-5673. We can send it snail mail or we can email it to you. We also have the book, I Have a Friend Who's Jewish to You, which is a great sharing tool. And look, we'll send it to you free, but we would really appreciate a love offering of any size for that because it costs us money. And so, um, you know, whatever, just call Karen, okay? Um, Look, I believe, and I said this last week, that sharing your faith is Yeshua's third commandment after loving God and loving yourself, loving your neighbor, excuse me, uh, loving your neighbor. However, this is the time of the year when Jewish people should be more open to hearing the good news because they're more open to thinking about God. They're more open to thinking about the coming holy days, Rosh Hashanah, which is not that far away. It's September 6th, only a few weeks. So Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, which comes 10 days later, are two of the three most important holy days of the year for Jewish people. That's sort of like Christmas and Easter for Christians, right? Um, a short review of last week was we talked about Romans one sixteen going to the Jew first. And um, besides this, we talked about Paul's heart that he would, in from Romans 9-2, that he would be willing to be accursed and banished from Messiah for the sake of his own people, uh, which are his flesh and blood, who are Israelites. And and it, it's sort of repeated in Romans 10-1-4, where he says that my heart's desire and my prayer to God is for Israel and their salvation. So the heart of Paul was to his Jewish people. The heart of Messiah was to the Jewish people first. And and obviously Yeshua was Jewish. And he sent his disciples to the synagogues first before speaking to other people about the good news. Now, look, some people who are not Jewish in particular might, but even Jewish people, might feel a little uneasy with this idea of going to the Jew first. However, we have read it in Romans 1. Let's realize that many people would be uneasy with lots of things of of that believers need to know and do, um, and and especially what Yeshua said. I mean, he said in Matthew fifteen twenty four, "I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel." And in Romans eleven eleven, we see instructions to the Christians that they were not to forget the Jewish people and not to be prideful uh, that you know Yeshua. It says, <clears throat> "I say then." Um, They, the Jewish people, did not stumble so as to fall, did they? May it never be. By their, the meaning, again, the Jewish people, their false step, 
Salvation has come to the Gentiles to provoke Israel to jealousy. So this is why in the Messianic movement in Sheresh David, we say our hearts are to share God's good news with everybody, but yet we want to go to the Jew first. Not only are we supposed to care about Jewish people and share with them, but we are supposed to get trained in how to do it. We see in 1 Corinthians 9, it says, starting with verse 19, For though I am free from all men, I have made myself a slave to all, so that I might win over more of them. To the Jewish people, I identified as Jew, so that I might win over the Jewish people. To those under Torah, I became like one under the Torah, though not myself being under the Torah, so that I might win over those under Torah, to those outside Torah, like one outside, though not being outside of God's Torah, but in Messiah's Torah, so that I might win over those outside Torah. To the weak I became weak, so that I might win over the weak. I've become all things to all men, so that by all means possible I might save them. I do it all for the sake of the good news, so that I might be a fellow partaker of it. So what do I understand from this scripture? I understand that in order for Jew, anybody to come to know the Lord and, and me to talk to them, I need to understand them. I, because I, if I'm going to become like them, I have to understand what that even means. So I need to understand Jewish people because it will help me share with them. I will do whatever I can to share the good news effectively, sensitively, and with understanding and discernment. And it really doesn't matter how I appear to others. What matters is that I'm obedient to the Lord. So my suggestion is you might want to grab a piece of paper, take good notes, or call Karen for the handouts, uh, because I'm going to go over a bunch of things over the next few weeks. Um, Call Karen again at 813-831-5673. So before we look at the specifics on how to share uh, with someone uh, the good news, please consider wherever you are, seek to approach people. For me, the easiest is a restaurant. The server comes over and I say that we will thank the Lord for our food and we'd also like to pray for you, our server. Do you have any prayer requests? And, uh, you know, the rest, we go from there. Recently, I shared with a very sweet Muslim girl who was waiting on my table, and she said that she was interested in finding out the spiritual, her spiritual truth, and so that she would attend one of our services in the next few weeks, or she would try based on her work schedule. <laughs> Embarrassingly, uh, the other night, I went with my granddaughter on a date, and we were at Applebee's, and I was talking with the waitress, saying that we would pray for her and her son. And I had such an opening, and I'm so upset with myself that I didn't follow through and ask her about her relationship with God. And I can't tell you why. Maybe, I don't know. I, 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 it, it just, ever since then, it's been bothering me that I had the opportunity. And she was open. Okay. 
you know, even at congregational services, when you go to a church or Messianic synagogue, you have an opportunity to get to know people who you've never met before and engage them in conversation. And some of most of them will be believers. But there's some people who visit your congregation who are not. And so it is good to start up conversation as well. It's a bit harder when you're with people at work and have some time issues and some regulations, but it's not impossible to share with people at work, and sometimes you just have to be a little more subtle. The bottom line is that each day, look for opportunities. Each day, today, look for opportunities to talk about the Lord with somebody. Sometimes you'll find a believer. Other times you'll have the opportunity to share with someone who's not yet come to faith. So let's start here first with how do I approach people with the good news? And I I know that I'm pretty sensitive. When somebody approaches me, I definitely, um, well, I don't always care for it too much. Let's put it like that. So I'm going to give you some general concepts, and then I'll give you some specifics. But you have to apply it to yourself and to your own situation. So number one, know who you are talking to. Even if you've met them for the first moment, you want to ask general questions first, like, oh, it's nice to meet you, and... and uh, I was just wondering, is there some place that you worship God uh, on the week uh, on the weekends? And and then let them speak, or you know, uh, and do you believe in God? Do you believe you, you want to hear what their opinions are? Do they believe in the Bible? Do they um, did they grow up with faith in God? I mean, so after you have some small talk, these are questions that I think are reasonable to ask. Um, you can get into some depthier ones like, oh, you know, I was reading, if you're speaking especially with a Jewish person, you say, I was reading Isaiah 53, and I was wondering if you could help me with understanding what that was all about, which is in my opinion, all about Yeshua, but uh, let them figure that out. So you show them this, the passage. Or in uh, Genesis one twenty six, when it refers to us, is what's the Jewish interpretation of who us is when it's referring to God? Based on uh, their answers, the key is to ask more questions. Don't go into your spiel yet, right? The idea is to ask questions. They will feel more important that way. You'll be more engaged in the conversation. The key to sharing is to understand who you're talking to. Uh, and, and that, rather than speaking about what you want to tell them. So number two is share what people need to know, not what you need to tell them. Once you get to oh, finish with the questions, don't go into a whole spiel. Answer the questions that they have rather than the things that you want to tell them so that you can appear smart and know all there is to know about Scripture, right? Of course, none of you do that, right? I get it. Three, so be ready to answer the obvious questions 
and the obvious thoughts that people have. Now, oftentimes, these questions or thoughts I call smoke screens, which means it's something they put out in front of your eyes to stump you and stop you from going further. So they don't really, they're really not interested in an answer. They just want you to be stopped. So uh, one of the first ones that I usually get is, well, about the Bible, everyone interprets it differently. So how would you answer that? Now, I'm not going to go over all these because then we'll be here for weeks, uh, literally, and months. But I will, if, if for some reason you can't figure out answers to some of these questions, then you can email me and maybe I'll, I'll send you uh, my answer. But so number one, everyone interprets the Bible differently. So why would I believe it? Number two, um, why would a good God allow awful things to happen like the Holocaust? I can't believe in a God who allows the Holocaust. Now, if you're speaking to a Jewish person, they might say to you, you believe in three gods, and I believe in one. And the tendency is to say, oh, no, that's not how we believe. That's not how to answer, but I'll let you work on that. And we might hit it down the road. Right now, I'm just giving you the questions. So there's so many churches around. Obviously, there's a lot of different opinions. There's a lot of division in churches, I heard. So why would I want to be part of a church? Or are you saying that because I don't believe in Yeshua, Jesus, that I'm going to hell? That's a fun one. Or I like the one, I don't need a crutch. People who believe in God they need a crutch. God's their crutch. And there's so many other questions, but those are six of them that you could start with. But every time somebody stumps you out there, write down the question and make sure you figure out what is an appropriate answer for you. It might not be the same as everybody else's, but, but you feel comfortable with it. You've got to feel comfortable when you're sharing so anything that they do like this is a is a method for them to detour you from the conversation you want to have. Even though you're asking questions and even though you might answer some of these, you want to be in control of the conversation. So number four, you need to have a description for what spiritually you do, whether it's a congregation or an organization that you're part of. So as an example, I would say about Messianic Judaism. Oh, well, Messianic Judaism is a movement of Jewish people and those who have not been born Jewish who uh, come together in unity to believe that Yeshua is the Messiah. And we desire to live a life that is a biblical lifestyle. So uh, we follow the, the Hebrew scriptures. We celebrate the holy days. And we follow the new covenant as well. So uh, number five, um, questions about Jewish tradition that you could ask Jewish people. Now, as you know, uh, I said September 6th, Rosh Hashanah begins. So before that, you could say, 
to a friend or somebody, you know, you know, you have a relationship with who's Jewish. You know, I was wondering, I'm just thinking about a few questions. I'm curious. I know what we do in Christianity. So do do will your children or grandchildren have a bar or bat mitzvah? And, and what's the purpose of that? So get them talking. Now, if you want to play and have some fun, you ask them about something they have no idea about. Like, uh, do you follow the tradition of Tashlich? <laughs> well, that's something that happens uh, at Rosh Hashanah, throwing breadcrumbs in the water, which we'll talk about some other time. But they'll have no idea, and they'll say, well, what's Tashlich? Now, don't ask a question that you don't have an answer for, right? Uh, during Passover, do you have three matzot? And break the middle one, hide it away, and redeem it for a price at your Seder? Why do you do that? Or during Hanukkah, why is the menorah, um, the, the one candle, higher than the other candles? You know, those are questions you can ask. You're going to have fun with this. Do you, do you uh, fast on Yom Kippur? Why do you fast? you fast every year? Do you, what, if you commit a sin, do you then fast in November again? Okay. Have fun with it. Enjoy it. Be careful now when you are discussing current topics. Don't assume that you know what somebody thinks about a particular issue, like social issues or Israel or, or even humanitarianism. Because Jews tend to be on the liberal side, so they are usually not against abortion. It, it's hard for me to believe, but most Jewish people will side on the side of moms having the right. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, most Jewish people will be letting all people in through the border. They will usually support Black Lives Matter. They usually support gender, gender changes or what I would call gender confusion. And not all Jews support Israel. So you can see why this could be a major problem if you're assuming something. So number seven, make sure you let your light shine before men in such a way that they see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. So be nice at all times, regardless, which fall, goes into number eight. Don't argue or take an offense. Rather, question and understand where they're coming from and say, well, I might have to get back to you. And finally, uh, number nine, love never fails. Make sure that whoever you're speaking to, you're loving on them, that you're caring about them, that you're blessing them. Now, this is all the time we have for today. So next week, we're going to get into the prophecies and why the prophecies show us Yeshua as Messiah. And um, that will be extremely interesting. Listen, I'm asking you to share your faith with Jewish people. And this is the time. Invite them. We, we even have tickets for Jewish people to come to Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur because they're used to tickets. They're used to actually paying to come to services. Tell them it's free. Invite them. Come to our service or get them in touch with me. I'd love that. Or give me their their email and I'll, I'll if, with after you do a, a, an email intro, I'll email them. 
Look, I pray that this radio program ministers to you again. Call Karen for anything, whether you want to give a gift or whether you want all these uh, things, the sharing tools that we have for you at no cost. Just call Karen at 813-831-5673. Also, if you want the book, I Have a Friend Who's Jewish, which is a great book for any love gift, we'll send it to you. We'll even send it to you for free if if you want it. So visit us. Join with me as we close in in prayer. Lord, help us to share the wonderful gift of Yeshua with everyone we meet. And may you, Lord, be our first priority And may we grow in our desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. We pray all of this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.